you are tripping if you would buy your kid even one more holiday gift. Remember you tripping? <laughs> Last time you heard somebody say you tripping. <laughs> um, listen, we're we're we've got a new ask my mom today, and this dad is saying I have already done probably what should be considered the best holiday gift of all time, right? But now my kids are asking for more because they don't see this as a gift. Would you as a parent, even though you've already invested, I'm going to say $10,000 on this. Would you, would you spend one more dollar when it comes to holiday gifts for your kids? We'll talk about it today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up, man? This week's kind of flying by, isn't it? Uh, This is the Thursday edition of Certified Mama's Boy. It's December the 8th. We are a daily podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, this is the part of this. Uh, we do this. We have this conversation every year, but I think it's more pertinent than ever. Um, so once again, like I ask you every year, let's come back to this podcast. If there's anyone under the age of, I don't know, 12 listening around you right now. And that's all we'll say. I'm just going to give you 30 seconds. You know, you could be listening to us on a smart speaker, have to run across the room. Mm-hmm. We give you plenty of time to go over there. And just turn this podcast off and then come on back. Because now I know you're kind of curious. Like, what could I possibly be wanting to talk about? The same thing every single year that might be in a- <laughs> But I'm going to I'm going to assume that in the next 15 seconds I can speak freely on the issue and it'd be okay. Okay. So this mm-hmm. is your last second warning. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Just mm-hmm. that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like doing Elf on the Shelf or no. do you absolutely <laughs> obligated? <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. I know for at least last year we had the same conversation. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's getting crazier and crazier. And I don't know if it's just because I am watching it more on social media. Um, yeah. You know, I on um, like TikTok. This is this is what I know. This is what last night would get me all like fired up about this is I saw this on TikTok. Maybe you've seen this before. There's a woman that decided that she wanted to do the, her daily off on the shelf thing. And what she did, and you're gonna have to kind of like visualize this. I'll describe this the best that I can. Basically what she did was she made a uh, display, an elf on the shelf hijinks, where mm-hmm. her elf was in the microwave and it had a bag of popcorn and she literally had the bag of popcorn flowing down out of the microwave into like a movie theater style bag of popcorn. What? Okay. okay. Yeah. And I'll explain how she did this because she was like, all right, all right, moms. All right, dads. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. If you want to know how to do this fun elf on the shelf thing, it only takes about three hours. Literally. Oh, I think it took geez. her about, this is, no, I'm not even just saying that to say that it uh-uh. literally took her about three hours to do. Uh-uh. And so what she did, she was like, okay, so what you got to do is the night before you got to uh, pop your bag of popcorn. And what she did was she took a, a sheet of aluminum foil and she ran it from the microwave with an open bag of popcorn, right? Of microwavable popcorn 
she ran down, you know, from the microwave into the bucket of popcorn. Like think of like a plastic bucket of popcorn, uh, right? Like like a slide. Exactly like a slide. Okay. Like or like it's it looks like it's pouring out of the you know out of mm-hmm. the um the bag. Mm-hmm. So she literally took a she took a hot glue gun and literally across a whole roll of aluminum foil between the distance of the microwave uh-uh. down to the stove, which is probably what three feet, uh-huh. four feet, uh, five feet. Three. Yeah, probably. I mean, three. literally, she put a piece of popcorn all this ever all the way across all the rows down. Mm-mm. Took her, she said, about an hour and a half to do that. Uh-uh. Now, now, um, <laughs> so she's like, you know, what I didn't want to do is leave my microwave all uh, open all night. So what I decided to do was, you know, she didn't finish the top part yet. She came back the morning of. Open the microwave up and, and finish the part, you know, from where, where the microwave would be open. <laughs> Took her another forty-five minutes. Oh no! It's over, yeah, it's literally over two hours just to, no. to, to hot glue that stuff on here. No, and she's like, at the end of the video, at the end of the video, she's like, "I will, um, I'll post my son's reaction so you can see." I, my my my, like, I promise you, if I had a kid, and my kid didn't act like they just won the lottery when they saw that. <laughs> <laughs> like if my kid didn't you act like they just got to Disney World, in the microwave. <laughs> promise you, I would. Like, after spending like two and a half hours on this, oh, gosh, I would lose my mind. That is that's crazy. Two, two and a half, three hours, literally spent, and that's not even like going to get the stuff. Like, uh-uh. uh uh that's just gluing popcorn day, on an okay? aluminum foil sheet. You you would expect your kid to go wild, so she. <laughs> she's like she posts a reaction of her son uh-huh. he literally walks out he's like he like smiles he's like oh that's cool <gasps> I would literally no snap her son looked to be about 10 I would literally no snap and I think in her uh-huh. mind she was like this is all worth it like that was totally <gasps> no. worth so alright no. let's have an honest conversation about Elf, Elf on the Shelf um, and mom, obviously, you know, well, you did Elf on the Shelf for Maggie. Well, I did Josephina. Which was the same, the, the equivalent a, of. Yeah, it was the, right? yeah, it was the beginnings of it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. I did. Where did that even come from? Was, I don't feel like Elf on the Shelf was really a thing. I mean, it wasn't a thing in my generation, right? No. So, um, I think Maggie was in preschool and someone at her preschool started selling these little kits, these little it, elf it, kits. Same concept. Uh-huh. Oh, Yeah. Same concept. Exactly. Um, where you just put it in. Well, there was a book with it or something? Anyway. Yeah. But every every night you had to move the elf around, right? Yeah. You have to move the elf around. And and for Maggie, I would um, – oh, she must have been older than five. Maybe she was six or seven because she could read. She was read. 26. She could, <laughs> well, she could read and she could and she could write back. So So that she didn't know it was me, I typed her a letter every night. Every night? Uh-huh. Okay. For, oh. December 1 through 24. <laughs> and I would leave it, you know, with Josephina as if Josephina had written it. And what's hysterical, and we have all these letters still, what's hysterical is Maggie would write back, of course, thinking it was just the elf, right? Right. And sometimes she'd say, my mom was so mean to me today. <laughs> this dumb B word. She, she, she doesn't do anything me. for me. I hate her. 
Oh, I would. I, I, I mean, like, I, you know, sometimes I really wonder, like, am I, am I cut out? Yeah. Is anyone able to be a parent? Because if that's the case, then maybe I'm in luck. But like when sometimes I think I, I, I would scream, I would scream. I'd be like, you ungrateful son of a gun. I've literally sat here, wasted my night typing uh-huh. a letter from an elf. Yeah. And the best thing you can do <laughs> is sit over here and bitch about me. Are you serious right now? Come on, be honest. Oh no. Let's go back to the No, oh, I actually I thought it was hysterical because whatever she was mad about me was something that was, you know, was so silly. You know, oh, of course. Like I wouldn't give her something she wanted or take her somewhere she wanted to go or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't let her sleep. I mean, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, it's hysterical. And it didn't, you know, it didn't take me five minutes every day sure. to do it on the computer. But, but still, she would that's write still back. five minutes times 25. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's over, that's a long time. Whatever that yeah. is, five times 25. Yeah. What is that? Five times 25. <laughs> it's a lot of minutes. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. a lot of minutes. But now Elf on the Shelf has gotten so extravagant, and I feel like I feel there may be a level of mom guilt. Like if you're not doing it bigger and better oh, than you sure social media, oh, you know, yeah. and like you feel so did did you did you okay, now be honest. Yeah. Did you and this was obviously kind of pre-elf on the shelf chaos it is yeah. now. So we're just gonna talk about Josephina. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy doing that? I did. Did you like it? You liked it. I did. Mm-hmm. Explain, explain it to me. I wish you brothers hadn't been so old. I would have done it for you too. Explain that to me. Where, I don't know. It's where just kind of, the- it's fun to watch them look for it every day, you know, to do the hide and seek thing. And, you know, it's not hard to hide it. Um, and it was fun to watch them read the letter. And it was fun to get the letter back. They would leave it, Maggie would leave it in the same place, you know, yeah. with her letter that she'd written yeah. back. And, um, <laughs> You know, then I'd get it. And I mean, it was a silly little game. I honestly don't know. I don't remember how old she was before she figured that out. Yeah. I, I know it was, I know that we did that two or three years. I I just don't know. <laughs> I don't, it, it'd be the same thing, like, if you celebrate Christmas and, like, with Santa, okay? <laughs> and, like, if Santa, if my kid, if I just spent, like, one, two, three, four hundred, whatever. A lot of money uh-huh. on toys. And my kid didn't act like they just hit the jackpot in Vegas. Uh-huh. I would lose my mind. Mm-hmm. I would well, literally lose my mind. It depends on how mind. jaded your kids are, honestly. I, I'm just telling you. You know, are you reasonable about what you're getting? And <laughs> do they even care? I mean, Dan and I were talking about talking about like, so like it's parent, parental appreciation, I know changes like, oh, anyway, hang on really quick. Let me, let me get back to this first. Yeah. Point is, is that could do you, honestly, parents, do you like doing elf for the, for the ones? And I got to be honest, it's mostly the moms. I don't see a lot of my dad friends. Yeah. <laughs> posting oh, no, their, seems clearly posting their elf on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen one guy actually in the history of time. <laughs> Ever post about his elf on the shelf for the day. But do you like doing it or do you feel obligated to do it now? Because now I'm just wondering, is it an obligation because every other kid's doing it? So like if you don't do it, then your kid's like, what, the elf doesn't love me? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And they grow up being like Steve and Yancey, you know, <laughs> feeling underappreciated the rest of their life. Oh, I don't know. I'm just this this childhood trauma stuff's real. Like oh. why why does the elf show up for everybody else's house and not mine? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I just I know it is. All right, so talking about p- parental um, 
well, you can call us. You can, you know, we'll, Carissa, the Facebook queen can, uh, if you don't mind mm-hmm. starting that conversation on the certified fans page. Like, do you really, do you really enjoy doing Elf on the Shelf or do you feel like it's an obligation? <laughs> um, Dan and I asked the question the other day is like, how did our parents not kill us? Like the fact that you don't kill your kids sometimes. And I mean that in all day, obviously don't nobody get upset. It's been a very touchy week on this podcast. <laughs> um, how, but how you, how you just restrain from like really going wild on your kids sometimes must, uh, must really be <laughs> impressive. So Dan and I were talking about, we have, we have this fond memory of childhood where one night um, we stayed up all night and we d- d- just there's very few moments of like l- little glimpses of this night, but we remember that at uh, at one point that um, we were playing and screaming to this Tiny Toons adventure <laughs> uh, video game. Uh, there was one point where we would we had base we had a basement right that we would hang out in. And was this your house or his? It was it was their house okay. and. We they had a cat and we would do something called cat hunt, which was we would sneak up from the basement up into the house and we would try to find their cat, but in the dark. Okay, <laughs> so this is all like in the middle of the night, right? Oh um, lord! And and the um <laughs> the the pinnacle of this evening was when we finally hit five o'clock in the morning. Um, we decided to scream at the top of our, our sing at the top of our lungs. Oh. It's a grand old flag. Why? Oh, we're not sure. No. We were just so proud of ourselves. We were able to accomplish to stay up all night till 5 a.m. that <laughs> we were just <laughs> oh, uh, that we were just literally jumping on the couch oh, and singing gosh. grand old flag. Now, of course, what would anybody do in this moment? Um, if you if you hear your kids at 5 a.m. singing screaming at the top of their lungs, <laughs> the grand old flag song, you're going to come downstairs and wonder what's up, right? Uh-huh. So, and, and what is any pff, 10, 12 year old going to do? Uh-huh. They're going to turn off all the lights when they hear footsteps and act like they're asleep, right? And then when <laughs> oh, you come downstairs, they're going to be like, what? Why'd you wake me up? And that's exactly uh, what we did, right? No. Oh my God. L- like, like you didn't just hear a bunch of prepubescent boys uh-huh. singing the grand old flag <laughs> song, right? So, Dan and I were reminiscing about this night we were in Tulum and we were like, how did our parents not kill us? And then we started doing the math and we were like, wait a minute. Our parents would have been about our age <laughs> current day. Okay. Like, like we were 10, 12, I don't know, probably middle school. Um, and, our, and our parents, you guys would have been approximately, approximately our age at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what I would have done in that in that moment of 5 a.m. when I hear three because Dan's got a twin brother Tom. Right. I hear three my my kid and this other kid like like screaming the grand old flag at five. I would lose my mind. <laughs> Who came down there? The mom I don't or dad? remember. I I don't remember now, honestly. I think it's probably his mom. <laughs> And his, probably and his mom. mom was a no nonsense mom too. Yeah, she didn't mess around. So we we had we better act like we were damn asleep because it was <laughs> going to be better. yeah. She yeah, put she's you get out us. in the backyard, and that would be the she end would. of it. She would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I just I I can't. That that would be like my age now, basically. Uh-huh. So I just in that moment I was like, wow, <laughs> parents really are awesome. That really does take a lot of patience because I don't I don't know what I would do. If my kid was singing Grand Old Flag at <laughs> five o'clock in the morning after being awake all night, you know. <laughs> um, okay, mom, I, I want to give you a little test. Okay. Um, oh no. And it is not. No, it's not. Not like a game. It's okay. not a game. 
this is going to be, um, would you fall for this scam? Oh. Okay. Okay. You know um, me. The, I probably would. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the Better Business Bureau just came out with their biggest scams for the holiday. Oh. And my mom uh, is a very trusting person mm-hmm. and a very loving person and thinks that anybody that calls, texts, or email her only must want the best. Has has the best Only intentions has, for her uh-huh, right. and her money. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> she is um, she is a a, a prime candidate uh, for <clears throat> for scams. So I thought what I would do is since this news just broke, I'm going to run through some of these holiday scams. Okay, and I want to know if if possibly you could fall for these. Okay. Um, okay. The number one thing that they say watch out for this holiday season is the fake shipping notification. Basically, what this is is a notification sent to you via text or email with information about a delivery that isn't real. It's likely you've received these kinds of messages before. And AARP says they've accounted for more than one in four texts, spam texts in the the year of 2021. So then they're supposed to be particularly prevalent during the holiday season. And what they want you to do says the scam often looks like an email or text message from a legitimate package carrier like the USPS. Uh Uh-huh. FedEx or uh, U, uh, UPS, uh-huh. and the message may have what claims to be a tracking link, uh-huh. and it tells you that if you need it need you need to confirm your order before it will be delivered, or it could tell you that you can need to reschedule a delivery because there was an unsuccessful delivery attempt made. Mm. If the uh, if the message does have a link in it, which most of them do, like for example, the link they gave here says unable to ship because your delivery address does not match the zip code. Mm. Please update your uh, please update. This one says, please update in time. And then it has like a weird link after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And obviously what they do is they, you know, use that to extract information from you. They're able mm-hmm. to use phishing links to get personal information, possibly financial. Mom, would you fall for that holiday scam? Ooh, I hate to say it, but I may. That, yeah. That's. Yeah. You, you would see that. You'd be like, oh my God, the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though the link says us.p.us, mm-hmm. you would click it, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got to watch out for those this holiday season. Okay. It's out there. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, f- online shopping scams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, scammers are going to try to trick people with bogus websites made to look like real ones, social media ads, and counterfeit or non existent products to link to store pages that will actually download malware onto your Ooh. advice. The AARP and BBB both say, by the way, with scammers de- uh, deploying so many different strategies to ruin your holiday shopping experience, there are a number of different red flags that you should be aware of and strategies. One of the most common ways to get to a uh, trick is through these fake websites that look like real stores. And then mm-hmm. obviously what you do is, you know, you go on there, you buy something and then uh, they they say, by the way, to double check your URLs so that mm-hmm. you don't fall for these holidays. Mom, would you, <laughs> and I know the answer to this because mm-hmm. you already have, Yeah. Uh, would, would you fall for this holiday scam? Not anymore, but I did once. <laughs> what was it? A pair of shoes that <laughs> yeah, was like, Hocus. it was like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Typ- typically it's, it's, you know, they were half price. 200, yeah. $200 shoes. My mom uh-huh. got them for $29. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. It was something crazy like that for sure. All right. Would you fall for this holiday scam? Another big holiday scam. This one is um, gift card scams. Okay. Uh, they found out this is an AARP survey that came out that found that three quarters of res- respondents plan on buying at least one gift card this holiday season. And a quarter of respondents in the same survey receive a gift card with no funds on the past. What? Showing that the gift cards are just as popular for scammers. So what they do is they go to they go to stores and they remove 
gift cards from the in-store display rack. And then they record the numbers on the gift card so that they can activate them at home without buying them, leaving whoever actually buys the card with a worthless gift card. Does that oh, make sense? Oh, yeah. So they, oh, that's you know, terrible. they go, they write the number of the uh, back of the card, mm-hmm. you know, down. Mm-hmm. And then they, whoever goes and buys it, you know, they're hoping that there's going to be some time in between. Probably they'll give it to them for Christmas. So mm-hmm. in, in the team, they're, they're checking all these gift cards. Um, other times what they do is they, they scammers will set websites up to check the balances on gift cards. Oh. Right. So it's like, Hey, you know, check, check the balance. Maybe you, you, mom might Google, maybe you have like a, you know, I don't know, a new balance gift card uh-huh. and you just, you Google new balance gift card balance because you want to see how much is on your card. Well, you go to a fake site, you type it in uh-huh. and now they've got all your information, you know? Oh boy. Um, also just another, just a little heads up here. Things you might want to let your parents know is happening as well. Um, they use gift cards as a way to access personal information. They use fraudulent websites to claim they sell gift cards for popular retailers at steeply discounted prices only to harvest information from your credit card. Mm. Mom, would you, do you think you would fall for any of these holiday scams? Oh, I may. <laughs> yeah. What about that? Which, which one of those do you think may, may sound I like? Might, I might check out that gift card balance thing. Yeah, I say. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that mm-hmm. I wouldn't either, you know? Mm-hmm. It's tricky. All right, last one. And this, I don't think you'd fall for this one. It's not really in your wheelhouse, but they're saying the holiday job scams are up this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people are looking for part-time work during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And um, so what they're saying is a lot of people, for some reason, um, they're making these prospective employees pay to get a job. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if anyone ever asks for money mm-hmm. so that you can go do a job, um, I, I think that's pretty clear. But I thought we put it out there. So, you should also be suspicious of jobs that are offered without an interview and jobs that claim to pay incredibly high wages for simple tasks. If it sounds basically too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just, um, I don't think you have to worry about that. dollars an hour. I, I see this thing all the time about um, – People hiring people to stuff candy boxes or something for Amazon. I'm yeah. Like, what? That's crazy. No, who's going to do that? Yeah. No, oh, man. Home, you know, just but, be yeah. careful. Sure. Just be careful. But, but more than anything, you know, just make sure that you're, um, you're, talking to your parents about this stuff, you know, like we, we have grown up in the digital age. We kind of see a lot more of this, Mm -hmm. but you know, our parents are a little more trusting than we are as a generation. All right, let's get to our quote for today, mom. And every difficult situation is potential value. Believe Mm. this, then begin looking for it. So think about that. And every difficult situation is potential value. And I know that over my life, I have found that to be true, even though you cannot see it in the moment. I think that's why he's saying, believe this, and then begin looking for it. I don't think that you can see it right away. I think right. that you see it after the fact. After yeah, nobody, nobody ever going through a hard time has been like, woo, man. Uh, yeah, this is great. This is going to be ah, so good. See, <laughs> I see that's how why, this is going to change my life for the better. This is going to be so beneficial, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Can't wait. Like, nobody does that. But I guess what happens is you go through enough of these to where you know it's all going to be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you just know right. it's all going to work out some way, somehow. But you have to kind of go through some things first to really get that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, going through my divorce, I didn't really know um, that, the drug, the drug stuff, and like, I just didn't know that like I was going to 
I didn't know if I was going to get better. I didn't know if I was going to feel better. I didn't know, you know, my job loss. I was ever going to get back on my feet. And like, I think you have to go through a couple of these to finally get the perspective of, okay, wait, this is probably going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But I also think with, with, with quotes like this, I get worried because sometimes I feel like you, it puts pressure on you sometimes mm -hmm. to like not let the hard feelings feel. Does that make sense? Uh, so yeah, like but, mm -hmm. when you go through hard time and you're like, is. I should be grateful for mm, all the things. No. Like, yeah, I think when you're going through a hard time, like just go through a hard time, allow yourself mm -hmm. to like go through that kind of stuff. Like if I, if I had to stop in the middle of my, all my divorce stuff and be like, I'm so blessed. I, I think I would have, I would have vomited. I think I'd rather do elf on the shelf for the rest of my life the, <laughs> for Kiki. Um, then, <laughs> And have to have to like think of think of all the positives in this terrible situation. Um, no, you can't I'm, do I'm it all in about the moment. It. I'm no. all about it. I'm all about finding those, and and I think it is a practice, right? Like mm -hmm. the more you do it, but don't feel like you got to be a pro in the middle of a hard time. Oh yeah, no, you can't that do only it. Comes. You cannot do it when you're in the midst of it. It's it's in hindsight, yeah, and retrospect. But like you say, if you don't look back. After some period of time, when you've gotten through a difficult situation to see what the value may have been to your life, then you sometimes miss it. Yeah. Yep. So. And yep. And that's really the greatest feeling, isn't it? Isn't mm -hmm. it the greatest feeling when, you, when you're like, yes. oh, my God, like if that didn't happen, I love this is probably one of my favorite feelings in the world. Um, oh, my God, like if that didn't happen, then this couldn't have happened. Right. And like, that is like, that's the growth. Yes. That's where you're like, wait a minute. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if that was true before. Then it's probably going to be true again. Right. And you go through something really hard. Like, this is never going to get better. And they like, wait a minute. And just even if it's like, if it's like 10% better than it was the time before, then you're like, okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So good job. All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Cozy Earth. Everything cozy is at CozyEarth.com. Man, I just I hope that Cozy Earth is on your list for something this holiday season. Cozy Earth is our partners that just specialize in everything cozy. We brag about the sheets a lot. The sheets are next level. I hope that like it, I would love a hundred well, I'd love 80% participation from certified mama's boy to have cozy earth sheets. Mm -hmm. And with with these sheets, they're luxury sheets, right? And you're like, well, I don't know that I can, you know. I'm used to buying my sheets at Target or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, that's fine. But the problem with your Target sheets, they fall apart in two years, right? Mm -hmm. So then you're you're back to buying another $50, $40 set every two years. And that equals way more than you would have paid if you just got a really nice set of cozy earth sheets that have a 10-year warranty on them. 10 years. Anything goes wrong with them, they'll cover it. It's it's literally as easy as that. Plus, a 100-night sleep guarantee. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm telling you, if it's for you, if it's for somebody else, the sheets at cozy earth, Mwah, chef's kiss so good give it a shot for yourself and the reason that i talk about it now like if you're still sleeping on you know sheets that you had from years before um upgrade now because 40 percent off 40 percent off coupon cozyearth.com for you for somebody else and it's again more than just sheets it's blankets it's towels it's robes socks clothing anything that you love that's cozy they make the coziest version of and you get 40 percent off so if you haven't browsed their website recently cozyearth.com to get some holiday shopping done promo code kramer 40 k-r-a-m-e-r four zero
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, certified fans, let's focus on you for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. Certified fans are the amazing contributors that keep this podcast going. If it wasn't for certified fans, there would be no certified mama's boy. And that's just the truth. Um, what it is, is it's our, it's our fam club. Mm-hmm. And when you join, you become part of our little family that produces this show. And you get a bunch of perks. You get more content. You get uh, the Facebook page. You will get an arm of information today because literally I didn't leave work till 2 o'clock. And today was going to be my day to get the elf on the shelf thing. I mean, not elf on the shelf, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. The secret Santa thing done. Mm-hmm. I really think we're going to do, and I don't know, if, even if it's just me and one other person, maybe, maybe it's be me and my mom. Uh-huh. We're going to try our very first <laughs> L, uh, a secret, a certified fans secret Santa. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about this. It's only going to be for certified fans because we I just I can't open it up to everybody. So we're going to focus just on certified fans. And uh, you guys keep recommending to me this website. Thank you for all of you guys that have done the, the legwork. It's made it a whole lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a website that we're going to use that's going to be able to give your shipping address. And then I hope that like what we can do is just just hey man like this is, we spend so much time together during the year, you know, we spend, you spend more time with us than you may spend with your significant other, you know, like we get 40 minutes of your day, your undivided attention. A lot of times for 40 minutes a day, your partner doesn't even get that. So, um, I just thought it'd be a fun way for us to all connect for the holiday season. So I'm hoping to have that done at very latest. It'll be Monday. I'm hoping to have it done for Friday show, but maybe Monday. Um, but anyway, if you want to join us and be a part of that fun and help support the podcast and get all the bonuses, text the word fans, F A N S. 888 Kramer 8. We've hit our goal for the month, so I'm not even going to, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just going to say, if you want to support us, cool. Come be a part of the fun. Um, you will. Nobody knew today, so what we do is we spin our wheel of certified fans, and now that I'm on the Mac, i got to reset this thing back up. Um, we, uh, can you hear that or not? I think it's on my headphones. Mm-mm. Yeah, you can't hear that. Just know the, this, the wheel is spinning. Y'all, this Mac is, <laughs> is next level. Oh, it's yeah, very loud in my headphones. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh. Um, it's very fast. It's very fast, yes. but it's like, again, it's like very similar to what I know, mm-hmm. but just different enough to be annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, this feels familiar in case you, you're just listening for the first time. I just switched over to my very first Mac and yeah, it's, it's, it's very similar to using a PC, but just different enough to drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for example, when my PC, I could easily tell it to play that sound out of the speaker. I wouldn't know right now in the world how to play the sound out of the speaker. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to tell you, if it did, we did spin the wheel. And today's certified fan is Rosalind F. Mm-hmm. from the wonderful city of Imperial Beach, California. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, in case you don't know, what we do is every every show we dedicate to a certified fan. If you're new, you get the whole episode dedicated to you. And if not, we spin our wheel. And Rosalind F., you are our certified fan of the day. And she I'm is sh- number? 275. 275. Um, you know, Rosalind, I, I'm sure you're, you know, you're right outside. You're in San Diego, basically. Um, I'm sure the weather is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my mm-hmm. one of my favorite times of year to be in San Diego was like December January and February because you looked around the country 
and you laughed at everybody else. <laughs> and I, I was, I was pretentious like that, and I loved it. And mm. now that I'm on the other side of the country in the mm. cold, mm. Um, I, I think this is my, my karma. So enjoy the nice warm weather. Hope you're having a great day, Rosalind. Uh, this episode is dedicated to you, Mom. Let's give her a whoop 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 to Rosalind F. Awesome. Yes. Thank, thank you, thank you, you thank you. All right. I want to have a conversation with you really quick uh, before we get to our Ask My Mom for today. When we started our podcast, I knew that I wanted this to be a very authentic place. And I always wanted it to be um, a place that feels safe. I wanted it to be a place that we could all we could all get together. Like, like the, what bonds us together, this isn't a political or a sports podcast. Um it's we, we don't ever try to make you feel a certain way or try to convince you to do something other than shop for our sponsors because they're all amazing sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always wanted this to be a safe place. The radio is, to me is not a safe place. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast is a safe place. And one thing that I've always loved is our certified fans Facebook page. It's always been just a really – we can have hard conversations, but it's always been done very tactfully. Yes. And I've loved it. I got to be honest. I did not like logging into Facebook on Tuesday. It was not a place that made me feel good. It reminds me of the radio days. Um, and one of the reasons why I don't really use the station social media a lot, because I just don't like the negativity. Mm-hmm. And we did a ask my mom this week and we had a, uh, a, a story about or a woman had written this, uh, a letter about this um, uh, kid that had a peanut allergy. And basically her sister had um, put her son, in, in her opinion, had put her son at risk by having a, a, a cake at her uh, cousin or nephew's uh, birthday party. Right. Mm-hmm. And my, my point of view, and I stick to this is that, you know, I, I don't think that we can shelter this kid um, forever. Like he's going to go to places that are probably not going to bend over backwards to make sure, um, you know, like, like when you walk into a restaurant, I can't guarantee you that like, they're going to be able to, to guarantee it's a nut free facility, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I don't, I don't know how this works. I don't, I don't know. Peanut allergy. I don't know. Um, but I know for example, like, like a gluten, allergy i don't have an, i don't have i have an intolerance not an allergy but mm-hmm. like when you walk into a restaurant they're not like well okay all right let's all shut the restaurant down everybody it's just not how the life works mm-hmm. um so i didn't i didn't think that like she needed to I, you know she bought him a cake she made a comment that was inappropriate for sure about him dying i thought that was kind of tacky mm-hmm. uh, but anyway here's the point i never want this to be a place that's hostile mm-hmm. and like I, I just won't let it be I won't let it be. It's it's honestly, none of this is worth my mental anguish. This podcast is not worth it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's not worth your mental anguish either. It's not meant to be a place. It's it's a place to make us think and we can feel certain things. But what I don't want to do is turn into a place like everywhere else in the world that's very combative and very nasty and mean things to say. We got to learn to be more tactful. And just some of the comments that were left on the Facebook page, I didn't like. I didn't like them. And I... It's not even just because they were opposed to me, you know, opposed to my point of view, which is fine. Uh, the way they were stated, I just I don't want that kind of energy with our podcast, and I won't tolerate it. So this is my first of maybe three warnings that you know, if if we can't be a group, and we can, we we mostly are, and I've always loved that about us. Mm-hmm. But if this is going to become a negative space, then we're then something's going to have to change. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that. So I just hope everybody can participate in these conversations. If you feel strongly about something, that's great. Mm-hmm. I want you to make sure that your voice is heard and your opinions heard and that all sides are heard. But I want it to be done in a tactful way. And I'll, you know, almost require it to be so. So mm-hmm. I've said my piece. We'll move on to our Ask My Mom for today. Mm-hmm. Always pr- uh, appreciate you participating, though, just so that you know, because I don't want you to also think that only my opinion is allowed. Like, I, I never been a person that's opposed actually you know if you listen to my radio show there's nothing i love more than an opposing opinion mm-hmm. i just wanted it to be done tastefully so hopefully you'll still participate uh this is basically an advice segment that we do where you can uh if you ever have a dilemma you just go to certifiedmamasboy.com click on contact us send us your dilemma my mom has been a mom now for 43 three mm-hmm. 43 years long time mm-hmm. free elf on the shelf days y'all that's what she was momming <laughs> Um, and, uh, you just tell us what's going on. And then my mom will give you some motherly advice. And we as your podcast family will very tactfully <laughs> give you our advice as well. So, all right, mom, what's happening today? Okay. Dear mama, Nancy, my wife and I are taking the entire family, all four kids to Hawaii for Christmas this year. Oof. It's going to be an awesome trip and we've all been looking forward to it. But now that we're into the Christmas season, The kids are starting to tell us what's on their wish list, and my wife is encouraging it. This is an expensive trip, and I was (laughs) planning that the trip was the gifts. But my wife says Christmas will be ruined if the kids don't get gifts, and the gifts they want are expensive. What do you think? Can't a family vacation be the gift? Why should those little monsters expect more? (laughs) (laughs) wow that's a tough one i I, you know i don't know how old the kids are i think that makes a difference but it seems to me that it should have been clarified in the beginning that this would be our christmas gift to each other um and now now that everyone in the family wants to get gifts except for you perhaps I don't know. You could buy one small thing or something and share it at home. I don't know. Or sit down with your kids and just say, look, this is costing X thousands of dollars. You know, this is a big gift for us. And therefore, you know, that's where we're using our gift money this year is for this experience, not for stuff. And see how well that goes. (laughs) I'm trying to think of the different perspectives here because, you know, as an adult, that's absolutely the gift, right? The best. Like, and I'm guessing, I'm, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know you um, personally, but I'm guessing you live in San Diego or probably in the West Coast. Um, and that's because it's, it's a pretty, I don't want to say it's a common thing, but it's, I didn't realize how common it, it was when you lived in the West Coast just to go to um, Hawaii. It's mm-hmm. like when you live, when you grew up on the East Coast, Hawaii seemed like, whoa. No, it's a million Hawaii. miles away. Yeah. Yeah. But so when you live on the, the West Coast, it's a little different. Right. Um, but do you think that – here's my only thing. It's like – so as a kid though, so from my perspective as a kid would be like, what do you mean am I getting a Christmas present? You know, like <laughs> – Why won't Santa come? Is Santa going with us? <laughs> you don't appreciate – you don't appreciate the uh, – uh, Things like that. I, I wouldn't have. I'd be like, wait, so why, like, <laughs> why aren't we going to? But I, my, here's my thing is that, like, if you get them a gift, 
is that setting the wrong message? Mm -hmm. Because now mm -hmm. you've spent, I can't imagine. I mean, just, just me going to Hawaii was oh, a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I did it pretty money. cheap, you know? Yes. Um, is that the wrong message though? Because, you know, your mom's like, well, just get a small gift. I mean, like, mm -hmm. don't these kids need to appreciate the fact that you just spent thousands of dollars? I mean, I can't, I literally cannot I mean, that imagine. That would I'm be like, the hope that they would. But I, I think there should have been an understanding. You think it should have been stated before? In the beginning. Oh, yeah. And now that it wasn't stated that he should have to give them gifts too? Oh, I don't know that he has to. I'm just trying to make it right for everyone. Uh, I certainly right. wouldn't, this I man, wouldn't this buy them everything on list. This man but, sent his family to, to Hawaii. I know. I Make agree. It right. It's an awesome <laughs> gift. It's I know, right. I know. I'm just talking they, about they his right. wife, but his wife is agreeing that the kids should get gifts. She's yeah, on the I don't, kids' I don't know, side. Man. That's that. I, <laughs> I here's the thing. Me personally, huh? I'd be like, no. Mm -hmm. Like you got to understand like the value of money, and right. if. If I've just spent, I mean, what do you think that would cost? I, I think it probably cost me two grand, maybe two or three. Grand. Oh, I think it would be close to eight to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, easily. And now yeah. you feel your kids aren't going to appreciate that. Yeah. I, I, there's no way I give my kid a gift to. There's no way. There's no yeah. way. And this is a great lesson for you to start to, to explain to them. Hey, listen, like experiences are gifts, and like right. this is this is this, this is what we're doing this year instead. I mean, mm -hmm. you want to give them something like super small. Right. Fine. But like nothing over like ten dollars. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. Period. Uh, mm -hmm. Agreed, Mom? Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's an awesome gift. And I just yeah. wish it had been understood from the get-go, which it doesn't sound like it was. Parents, um, what would you do? Honestly, eight 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 Kramer eight. Like, would you also get your kid a gift? They're like, where's my gift? Have you spent let's just let's call it ten grand. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. call it 10 grand. Okay. Yeah. All right, mom. That's it for today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Sometimes I feel like an outsider in this world. <laughs> this episode has made me really feel like maybe I just don't get it. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe I just don't get Elf on the Shelf. Like if I had a kid, would I get Elf on the Shelf? Like if I had a kid, if I did, because you have to think about you before you had kids, if you're a parent. You, you just, there's some things you just you can't comprehend until you do it, right? So, for example, like if I had a kid, would I want to spend an extra penny after I just spent ten thousand dollars on a trip to Hawaii? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, you're talking to the guy that tried to talk talk a, a kid out of a dollar for a coconut, you know? Man, I don't know. All right, let's get some calls, let's get some comments. Love you so much. I really do. I hope you know I appreciate you. I never want you to feel like your comments and your commentary aren't important to the show because they are. I just want to keep it this place to always feel light and fun. Uh, well, not even has to be fun, but just, you know, respectful. Always respectful. Okay, love you so much. We'll do it again tomorrow. Hey, Kramer, this is Beatrice in Chula Vista. I was just calling in regard to um, the Ask My Mom with the the lady that had the little boy that was allergic to peanut butter. Like, this is like out of control. I mean, he's not the first child that is allergic to peanut butter. And I think the mom should teach him that, you know, there's going to be times where he can't be eating the same thing that other people are eating. 
so that that he doesn't feel left out or you know he doesn't feel bad or anything like that because this is something that he has to live with so she should teach him to accept that um it's unfortunate that he has um allergies to peanut butter but like for her to go in there and act like you know oh wow you made my son feel left out and you know all the comments that she made I mean, the sister was nice enough to take him into consideration and buy him his own little cake. So I don't know why um, the mom of the little boy is making it such a big deal. This is life and this is what his life is going to be like. You know, he's going to be around situations where, you know, there's stuff that might have peanuts or peanut butter. And he needs to learn how to accept that this is how he's going to live and that he just can't be part of that. He can't eat any of that. But if he's being accommodated, then they should be grateful for that. I mean, seriously, some people are blowing this out of proportion and then people trying to attack you for your opinion. I mean, I totally agree with you. And I don't know why people nowadays are just so nasty. Anyway, that's my opinion. Love you guys forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.